0: The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and postpartisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy.
1: Welcome to the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. I fix problems, I don't make them. But this businesswoman is also a mother, a grandmother, an aunt, a great aunt, a sister, a friend, an empathetic human being, a person of faith who nightly prays for a world of brotherhood and sisterhood among men and women and nations and maybe it's because of all of those parts of me that fit together into one whole that i'm just heartsick today cuz the whole of me woke up to an incoming news alert on my iphone yesterday morning at about 7:45 that first bulletin told me that seven people were shot dead at the santa clara valley transit yard that's scarcely 5 miles from my home I can see the southern terminus of our light rail system from my balcony. Then the seven victims became eight, and a late night news bulletin announced that the last victim had succumbed to their injuries at Valley Medical Center. There were nine people murdered in San Jose yesterday. The dead range in age from 29 to 63. They were all men. They were all in the prime of their lives. They all leave behind families in bewildered, overwhelming grief. All the proper protestations of thoughts and prayers were made by all the proper authorities, one by one lining up behind the microphone. The police and deputy sheriffs who arrived on the scene in less than six minutes after the first active shooter call to 911 acted heroically. They went into the building up to the third floor where the perpetrator was still firing. Their guns were drawn, but the coward turned the gun on himself when he saw the police coming. So, thank God, one small mercy no officer was forced to fire his or her weapon. No, we don't know what the motive for the killings was. His ex-wife says he hated his job, had for years. That's confirmed by customs officers who detained him briefly several years ago on a return uh, trip into the United States from the Philippines. A former girlfriend, said he was violent when drunk and off his bipolar meds. So my next question is, how did he get a gun? Well, we don't know where the three semi-automatic handguns he had in his possession came from. Or how many he fired. Well, actually, we do know that now because we know he fired 39 bullets. But we don't know where he got the 12 bullet magazines he used. 10 bullets per magazine is the law in California, and it has been since the year 2000. We'll find answers to the gun questions eventually, but it won't change the outcome. Nine innocent lives were ended in a blink of an eye. Nine families, a work family of thousands, many who witnessed the shootings, plus this entire 1 million plus person city. We always have prided ourselves on being the safest big city in America. Well, we're all changed forever. Governor Newsom made the trip from Sacramento to join city and county officials. This is not the governor's first visit to a site of a mass shooting in this county. He was here in 2019, when the world famous Gilroy Garlic Festival was turned into a mass murder scene by an angry teenager. And again, yesterday, he was at the VTA yard. Addressing the assembled group of officials and reporters, he asked, I think he said it best. What the hell is going on in the USA? Let's repeat that. What the hell is going on in the USA? There have been 139 mass shootings in this country this year and it's only the end of May. A mass shooting is a shooting where more than three people are shot. Of those 139 mass shootings, 15 have been mass casualty events. At least once a month since he became president, Joe Biden has had to order the flag over the White House lowered to half staff. Last weekend, over 340 people across the United States of America were shot in various states and cities, attending parties and other normal events. And just last Friday, a six-year-old boy was shot and killed on a Southern California freeway as his mother was driving him to kindergarten. He was strapped safely in his car seat. The police call that one a case of road rage. Like Aiden Leo's mom, I find it an incomprehensible failure of our public safety system. And apparently she and I are not alone. The reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of Aiden's killer has grown to over $200,000. But justice will not bring Aiden back to his parents and his sister just as Sandy Hook, Charleston, Las Vegas, Marjory Stoneman Douglas High School, Aurora, Columbine, Atlanta, Boulder, Tucson, and El Paso did not persuade Congress to pass a single law that would reduce the rate of citizen upon citizen killing. And I would predict that neither will San Jose What is wrong with the USA, Governor Newsom asks? Well, the mainstream press would like to blame the gun lobby. It's not the lobbyists who are at fault. They're just doing their job. What is wrong is GOP members of the United States Senate have decided the only lives that matter are their own political lives. As long as the gun lobby contributes to their primary campaigns so that they won't get a primary on the right, although I'm trying to figure out what could be righter than their position on this. And a primary on the right is what they fully expect they would get if they voted for strong background checks and other gun owner reforms. As long as gun money runs their way, the blood of our fellow citizens will flow on our streets, in our homes and our businesses. You know what? I am done with thoughts and prayers. I want, no, I demand real gun ownership reform and I demand it now. No. Universal background checks are not enough. We must find a way to incent Americans to surrender some of their 300 million guns. Yes, think about that for just a second. There is almost one gun per person in this country. That's insane. We've got to find a way to reduce the lethality of weapons on the street mainly by reducing magazine sizes below 10 shots per magazine. We must stop putting AR-15 military-grade weapons in the hands of the mentally ill, while also giving deer, elk, and other game animals a fighting chance. The legislation has to be national legislation so that a would-be killer cannot sneak into a neighboring state with looser regulations and obtain a gun or ammunition, which is what happened in the Gilroy case. And I suspect it's what we will find happened in yesterday's tragedy. Any politician who cannot sell a vote on such a limited set of reforms to his constituents is not fit to serve in the Congress of the United States. If 95% of U.S. voters want significant gun reform legislation, no member of Congress should feel safe to ignore the out-of-control violence that guns cause in this country. And when I say should not feel safe, I mean should not feel their seat in Congress is safe, as long as they ignore the out-of-control violence that guns cause in this country. No member of Congress who experienced January 6th can rationally oppose stricter gun legislation, stronger mental health laws, and programs that are aimed at identification and treatment before violence happens. Because in the middle of the night, they know they were there, it was real, and they were terrified. And only because the police did not open fire was it not a bloodbath. Only because the police kept their weapons in their holsters did the weapons carried by the insurrectionists not appear. Any member of Congress who is so lacking in political skills that he or she cannot sell a first-step compromise toward legislation protecting the lives of six-year-olds on their way to kindergarten is definitely in the wrong job, the wrong profession. Over this Memorial Day weekend, as you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you to do your part to fix what's wrong in the United States. Email your member of Congress and your senators to explain that you will not support their reelection if they do not support reducing, reducing the gunfire on the nation's streets. If your member shows up at your Memorial Day parade, get in their face, make an issue of their weakness in the face of the opposition of the NRA, the National Rifle Association. Be polite, but be firm. Remind them that there are many more voters than there are NRA members. 95% of NRA members as well, support stronger background checks and red flag legislation, at least that. And you you ought to remind that representative that the NRA is bankrupt. So they've really got no money to donate to congressional reelection campaigns. And that's an opportunity to circle back to your conditional support for your representative or your senators reelection, i.e. only if they, do, if they work to end the violence on America's streets. I was reminded while participating in a vigil tonight for the nine that were killed yesterday that all of those nine men were union men. The AFL-CIO can and should join with police and fire units to recruit and support congressional candidates who understand weapons, who know how dangerous they are in the wrong hands, who know how to use them and know how important good training and licensing is. Men and women, as candidates and as representatives who can offer and support reasonable regulation aimed at reducing violence in our workplaces and on our streets, in our churches and our schools. And if you're foolish enough to think anything is going to change without a very significant effort from voters, I remind you that two members of Congress were nearly murdered by semi-automatic weapons fired by crazy people. But that's not budged their colleagues over the last two decades. I'm a realist. There is no solution to the problem of gun violence in the United States. The best we can do is mitigate the damage done by guns. Increasingly, when I write or speak about the need to curb gun violence in America, I'm reminded of just how lucky you and I and our family members are for each day we are given without experiencing gunfire. I am reminded that life can be snuffed out in a second by a coward hiding behind a wall with a weapon So let's find the collective courage to change the pattern and let's do it in the names of the 10 innocents who got unlucky in California in the last five days and in the names of the thousands of others in the days, months and years that have passed without change.